everyone. Welcome back to Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. As we mentioned last week, we're continuing our WordPress mini-series, so we're joined by Colleen again. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> so for this episode, we're going to be going over site options and posting. So I guess we're just going to dive into site options first. Perfect. So um, site options is usually like custom you know, here at Yelling Mule, we like to make things very easy for the client to edit anything they need to. Mm-hmm. So this site options can also be like header or footer options. Um, so for instance, like header options could usually have, you know, the following, the logo, sometimes navigation pieces such as, let's say there is a button in the main navigation. Uh, we usually would join that, set that up separately. Um, or if there's like, you know, header images, um, such as for like four or four pages because they technically aren't really their own page. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had to have some way to add in like, you know, some stylized um, options in there for the user, as well as we um, generally would put an alert bar there as well. So I would think like header options is everything like above. above, Yeah. The top top and like the header that scrolls down with you with the page. Mm -hmm. Now the footer options is, you know, the opposite. It's everything that is at the bottom of your site. So this would you generally include like social media. Um, if there is a different logo um, than in the header, then we would put in another field for that. Mm-hmm. But that's like, you know, sometimes not needed. Um, this is also where we would put, implement terms and conditions and privacy policy uh, links. So then, you know, they can relink if they change these pages in the future, as well as footer navigation. Um, that is also applicable depending on the setup of the footer. What if there isn't enough content to have the split between a header and a footer options? Uh, if there's not enough content, then we'll generally put it as one tab. So instead of it seeing as header options or footer options, again, this is mostly dependent on you know the particular website. That's we'll put it into one tab as site options, okay. and then we'll just you know put in pretty much the same information. Maybe write in like a little directions underneath each field just to let the my client know like this is what it's meant for. Cool. So I guess as we segue into posting, so content is a major part of any website, no matter the purpose of the site. Mm-hmm. WordPress offers a variety of content types that can be published on your site, including posts. So posts can be articles, blog posts, white papers, etc. There's mm-hmm. a lot that kind of encompasses it that are written and published onto your site. They also include, um, they're also part of your archive site as well. And through WordPress, you're able to create posts, edit old ones, and create categories to help organize them. And to capture a visitor's attention, you can also upload images, create posts and excerpts, and much more. Yeah, so like what you guys said is you know, all yeah. correct. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, we're talking um, to the experts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed. Um, yeah, I mean, posts, they play a big part in a website yeah. and for many reasons. One for SEO, one for just keeping in the news with mm-hmm. clients and, you know, their, like, users on their sites. Um, but there is, like, a certain way on how to add a post. Um, and this, I would say, is the most general way unless, uh, which I'll be explaining, but um, unless there's something we, you know, particularly coded out for this particular post out of function, um, what I'm about to explain is pretty much how it's, you're going to be able to add a post. So with anything, um, just you know, log in, and then on your dashboard, you'll see a black admin bar on the left. 
I generally call that the left black admin bar, left admin bar, mm -hmm. kind of just like. And we went over that last week too. Last so week, if you yes. want a little explanation of the dashboard, Colleen mm -hmm. did that for us last week. Mm -hmm. um, so as soon as you're on the dashboard, if you want to add in a new post, um, there are a couple ways to add new. You can simply just hover over the posts and then a tooltip on the right will show up to say add new. Or you can click posts and underneath add new will show up. Or by doing the same thing by clicking post on the right side of the screen, you'll see the posts dashboard and you'll see add new underneath the title. Mm -hmm. um, generally, there isn't like you know, a correct way. It's really what you know, the user is most comfortable with. Um, so whatever they're most comfortable with is what you know, they'll do constantly. I always tend to change how I add posts all the time because yeah. I'm pretty comfortable with the overall. Um, you know, as you add in a new post, uh, you have certain fields. You'll have like a title field, you have content, um, you'll have categories and tags. Um, generally, first you want to fill out the title because as soon as you put in a title, a slug will be generated. Um, and now this slug, let's say you add in a very long title. You can edit this slug so it's more SEO friendly, like shorter. Abbreviated. Mm -hmm. So those keywords are visible. Yes. Because you can get rid of like the transition like to, weave or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever transition words are in there. Um, just so it's just better um, in the link. Now, every time you add this in, of course, you know, the, the main thing about this post is the content. Um, so in this content is, you know, what we call is the WYSIWYG or content editor. I tend to go back and forth between the two. Um, WYSIWYG is what you see is what you get. Generally, this takes elements from like documents like Google Docs or Microsoft Word, where it has like bold list elements, mm -hmm. italic, like very, the icons are very universal. So it's not something that the user on the site editing Something wouldn't understand. familiar with. Yes. Yeah, if you mm -hmm. open up a Word doc, pretty much. Yeah. It's, I will say it's not like, it's not exactly like a Word document. Mm -hmm. It can do some things a Word document can. It's just not They're as robust. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, after you fill in your content, you have the ability to tag things as different heading tags, such as H1s, 2s, 3s, 4, 5s or you tag it as like body text. So you can give that hierarchy in the post. Um, and then with this, you can also add in media elements, such as images, audio, video. Usually these can be just added in through the media library, or if you're posting like a video from third party like Vimeo or YouTube, you can just post the URL in mm -hmm. the content editor and then it will automatically generate. Um, so you can get really crazy with you know how you can do, or how you can implement your content in here. Um, but it's all generally the same with each post. Um, and then, you know, with each post, um, <clears throat> how one of you guys were explaining earlier how to organize categories is definitely a main part. You sometimes on some sites you'll see on the main post page like a sub-menu of different categories of the blog. Well, that's, you know, what the categories are for those of you who don't know. Um, and then you can tag these posts as such. So when you click on that category, it will only show posts related to that category. Nice. Yeah, that's what we're familiar with just from posting on Yelling Mule website. Mm -hmm. We have categories based off of social media topics, tips, mm -hmm. small business, mm -hmm. more web design. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely helpful to filter through those categories. Yeah, I'd say if we didn't have categories, it'd be looking at a big jumbled mess. Yeah. Like just like one elongated 
mm-hmm. blog page or just like a constant. It's like, overwhelming. Overwhelming. So it's always good to like use categories to categorize. Um, and I know with categories, you also have tags. Um, now these tags, you know, depending on how the front end is set up, but these tags generally help, you know, with like searches. Um, you can use long tail or short tail uh, keywords and so forth uh, just to help improve, you know, mm-hmm. um, how this post is going to be found. Um, and then with that, there's another feature called Featured Image. Now, this is the just the image of the overall post, which will show up on the main blog page. But also, it's very helpful to have this, especially since it makes it more visually appealing on Facebook and Twitter, mm. because it will pull in that like title, um, you know, if that social media platform pulls in the excerpt, but it should definitely pull in the title and the featured image. So I don't know about you, but I generally, you know, click on the links that have an image more because it's just more visual for me. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, especially too, when that image isn't there, sometimes it doesn't look like the post is complete. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have that image that really draws people in along with the content. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, after you add the featured image in, you just have like a couple more steps to do. Uh, you just go up to, let's say, the right top of the post. It's called the publish box. You have a couple things in there you can do. Let's say you aren't ready to publish this post. You can save it as a draft. If you accidentally publish it, you can re-put it back as a draft. So there's mm-hmm. no need to worry about any of that. Um, also, you can edit the dates for this post. You can make it like a future post. So let's say I put it to you know, today's date, but in 2021. Now it won't update, it won't publish the post until until that date date at that time. Mm -hmm. So you never really have to worry about that post after you put in that future date. Now you can also backtrack these posts to, you know, much older dates. Let's say this date again, but 2019. However, um, you know, whatever date you implement will show up automatically on the blog page show up in the correct order by date and what it needs to be. And once the blog is published, you can also go back and still make edits and just update that. Yep, and when you do that, you do have a thing called revisions, which will show up after the second update you make to that post. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then you can go back and see, like, oh, I did this last time. I can, like, go back to that and then edit again because I think I messed up. So there's always kind of, like, a Mm fail-safe So with that. Um, But, yeah, I mean... After you're done, you just, you know, review your content and everything and then just publish whenever you're ready. Nice. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. I think that was really helpful. And um, we'll be posting a blog post, too, with some of these steps listed out um, in case you're more visual and like to see (laughs) them and listen along. Um, But, Colleen, we'll be back next week um, as we continue this WordPress training series. Thank you. Yeah, no problem.